welcome back to Ryan Spurs Show and today we will be doing a review of the match. Yesterday it was good to know where they're testing with us and then joined by my dad again. Chris Sadler, say hello. Yep, hi, good afternoon. And uh, yeah, we're going to get straight into it. Uh, so let's start off with the main highlights. Uh, the two goals, Carlos Vinicius and Harry Kane. Harry Kane scored from the penalty, Carlos Vinicius with the tap-in. Uh, we also got a yellow card and Carlos Vinicius did in the late minutes of the game. The substitutes from yesterday's match, Ben Davies came on for Rodillion and Bertrand came on for Le Celso and Le Celso came on for Ndombele. But uh, that's really all the highlights came on from yesterday. What do you think of the match? Um, well, it's a good a good win, you know, considering how desperate things was before the game, how everyone seemed to think that we were going to lose this game. And I think Sky Sports definitely wanted us to lose this game. And had we lost the game, it could have been a total disaster, really, for Spurs. It's taken the pressure off for a couple of weeks. It doesn't solve all the problems. Of course it doesn't. There's still lots of problems. But, it, you know, look at the league table. All of a sudden, if you're an optimist, there's, there's reason to be optimistic now, you know. Near the top four, at least. You know, Six. With the next game coming up against Newcastle, which Away, we yep. think is a winnable game. Uh, incredibly, we could still be... We were shout of finishing the top four, as crazy as that seems. So it was a, it was a big a big win, big win. Big win it, for us, it, yeah. If we had lost that game two 0 I dread to think what the uh, reaction would be today. Yeah, and uh, I'm gonna get straight into the player ratings. So just start with Hugo Lloris. Had little more than a couple of routine saves to make, but uh, commanded his area well when came for crosses. Do you agree with that? Yeah, no, I think he had a good game. Yeah, I'll give him a seven out of ten from yesterday's match. Yeah, and Jeff Tandanda made an important late block to deny Ollie Watson's goal-bound effort. Most of Villa's threat came down his flank and it was unclear if, if he uh, he was instructed to tap inside or naturally drifted towards the centre. Do you think he had a good game? Yeah, no, I thought he had a good game. You know, yeah. not, not outstanding, but a good, a solid, solid enough game. Better than most of our defenders at the moment, at least. Which, which isn't, doesn't say much. No. Uh, Davison Sanchez used his pace to cover well and made some important challenges. Caught the wrong side once towards the end, with which nearly proved costly, in my opinion, and gives him 8 out of 10. Do you agree? Uh, but probably 7. 7, maybe? 7, yeah. Seven, yeah? Yeah. So that, why 7? Because he's still, you still get that feeling with Davison Sanchez that he's a little bit unreliable, uh, concentration lacking sometimes. But no, I, I can't remember anything he did particularly poorly yesterday, but you just get that feeling with him that there's always a mistake. You can always like turn up on the day. But to be bad. fair to the guy, he's not done too bad the last few games. He's one of the few people that can can come out of any kind of credit for the last few matches. What about Joe Roden though? Joe Roden. Yeah, no, I mean, I, I think there's a definite there's definite potential there with him. Uh, you know, I feel a bit sorry for him in that he's he's not in a good situation in terms of like we were expecting a lot from him. But you know, he, he I think he's got the potential to be a really good central defender for us. Yeah, he looked composed uh, on his first appearance since January. Isn't yeah, it? you know, and he's not been, he probably hasn't been treated that well since yeah. he was thrown in against like Liverpool, wasn't it? And he made a mistake there. Under Mourinho. And the way Mourinho spoke about him, you thought, well, we're going to stick by him. And then we haven't seen him for the last few weeks. Is he in the right place most of the time yesterday? He didn't do much wrong yesterday. Give him eight out of ten, maybe? Or well, yeah, no, close to that, yeah. Yeah, Sergio Rodillion offered plenty of pace and thrust down the left flank. Even if he if his end product was scatty, forced off uh, before the hour after a heavy challenge. Uh, eight out of ten for me. Do you agree? Yeah, no, I mean I, I like him and he had a decent enough game yesterday. 
Um, not really much to say about him other than I just hope that whatever injury he's picked up isn't a serious one because this, we are a very different team when he's in the team starting matches than when Ben Davis is in the, in the team. Like you said yeah. the other day, we, d- we half own him, don't we? So Yeah, and he's not, well, yeah, that's, that's another problem, isn't it? But for the moment, while, he's, while he is our player, we, we need him really starting every game if we can. And if, he's, if he is going to miss any games, then that seriously weakens our, us straight away. Uh, Pale Emil Hoiberg, less composed than normal and looks to be feeling the effects of a long season. Still, he was vital to Spurs' defensive shield and forced a late save from Martinez. What do you think about his performance? Um, well, yeah, we're, we're, we're a better team with him in it than we are when he's not in it. Um, yeah. I don't think he's been playing that well yeah, recently. Lapsed, yeah. Uh, you know, he's set quite a high standard for most of the season and he's certainly not quite up to that level. You know, he had a very, very poor game against Arsenal. Uh, you know, that disastrous game in the Europa League last week, we clearly missed him. Uh, and, you know, I think it was, it was a solid enough game, but yeah, he's not quite at the level that he want, that he was earlier this season. Yeah, I agree. Uh, Tanzan Dombele battled superbly in the build-up to Kane's winning, winning the penalty, but was often loose in the ball and looked tired in the second half, in my opinion. A rest over the international break will surely do him good, do you agree? Yep. Um, I think you know my thoughts on him. I think he's clearly a very talented footballer, but I just don't, at the moment, see enough from him to suggest he's going to be the answer to what we need in the midfield, long long term. You know? Still quite young, isn't he? Still but if you ask him, well, yeah, but he's been with us for nearly two years now, and, you know... No, we're talking about yesterday, aren't we? So let's, let's yeah, forget about what I think about yeah. him as a player. Yeah, I thought he had an okay game. Nothing more than that. Yeah, I don't want to go too deep, but no, anyway, no, no, no. I'll take phrases. Lucas Moura, star man, easy to see why Mourinho loved him after an excellent display uh, offensively and defensively. Ran tersely with, uh, and without the ball and got a superb assist for Vinicius. Do you agree? Yeah, no, I thought he had a good game. The last few games, he's been one of the few shining lights, really. And I've not been a huge fan of his because I felt he's been very inconsistent and usually just sort of runs into trouble. But yeah. the last few games, and again yesterday, I can't really fault what he's done for us in terms of his attitude. And he's actually, you know, he's actually doing stuff now that's actually making a difference. So, no, I, you know, I'd definitely give him an 8 out of 10. Yeah, I'd give him a 9. Right, yeah. Harry Kane played his part in the first goal, which a neat 1-2 with uh, Lucas before winning and dispatching a penalty decisive decision. Yeah, no, it was an excellent yeah. pass for the first goal. That little bit extra skill, you know, and, and it was a penalty as far as I'm concerned for the second. Overall, I didn't think he had a particularly good game, Harry Kane. You know, he, he, but he still makes the difference when he's in our team compared to when he's not. So solid enough performance from Harry Kane and, you know, as usual, just we need him to stay fit for the rest of the season. Yeah. Uh, Giovanni Lo Celso uh, did well at picking holes in Villa, but drifted in, inside a little too often, crowding the centre and leaving the right hand open. Tied, uh, tied quickly in the second half and, and was hooked. In my opinion, do you agree? Uh, yeah, an okay game, but nothing more than that, and that's pretty much to me Average. what I see from him most time when he's actually fit. It's okay, but nothing but more. But when he's than on that. top form, he's Brilliant. Well, it, it, yeah, I've just not seen enough of that so far. Yesterday was just another one of those displays. But obviously, he's just come back from an, another injury. So let's not be too harsh on the guy. Uh, Kyle Felicius, uh, his tapping was only about a memorable 
touch of the game, a passenger really but worked hard, occupied defenders and made the difference. Didn't see much, but decent enough. Decent enough. You know, there's still a long way to go before he looks to me like he's the answer to what we need as a second striker to Harry Kane. But you know, I can't say he did too much wrong yesterday. But I'm still waiting to see a bit more from him before I'd say yeah, he's 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 the answer to to that issue. Yes, that's uh, really all from uh, players today, in my opinion. Uh, what do you think about Mourinho's lineup uh, entirely? Um, well, I don't know. To me, he's obviously reached that point now where he thinks, well, I've got nothing to lose here, really. I suspect that he kind of kind of knows that he could be likely to be asked to leave the club at, at, at the end of the season. And so he's now taken the attitude, well, I've got nothing to lose here. I'm gonna, you know, I'm gonna just go with what I think for each particular match. He's that. That's the way. Like that's the only way I could read that lineup from yesterday. And that he's no longer being cautious or planning or thinking about anything other than let's just go for it and see what happens. If if I'm if Tottenham are going to ask me to leave at the end of May, then that's up to them. So between now and then, I'm just going to have a go. Yeah, try his best. Oh. Nothing, nothing to lose attitude, you know. And you never know that that might just take us somewhere unexpected this season uh, I'll ask you three questions to uh, yep. end up this podcast uh, do you think the pressure is relieving off Mourinho now after that win for, for a couple of weeks definitely like I said earlier if we had lost that game 2-0 yesterday it's entirely possible that the, the, well, the media pressure would have been enormous and while Daniel whilst Daniel Levy doesn't always listen to the media or in fact he rarely listens to the media uh, I think if we'd lost that game two 0 with another woeful performance, it's not not impossible that uh, Mr. Marino could have been asked to leave the club today. Uh, so that gives us some breathing space, uh, not just not just now, but for the next game against Newcastle, and probably you know gives us breathing space for the next few weeks. But no, longer term, it doesn't solve any of the problems really that we've got. But no, it takes the pressure off for the time being. Yeah, it does. I agree. Uh, next up is Newcastle away, like you said earlier. Uh, has this given the dressing room that bit of confidence, maybe now? Well, a bit. But yeah. obviously, obviously, there's no getting away from the, the performances against Arsenal and Zagreb. That, and just the general performances we've seen, really, for the last three or four months, that all points to problems in the dressing room. And it's not just you and me putting, that, putting two and two together. It's the fact that the club captain came out on TV last Thursday and basically admitted that there's massive problems behind the scenes in the dressing room. So a win against a pretty poor Aston Villa team, whilst that's you know that's always good to see, it doesn't solve most of those problems because I think those problems are, are going to be there. And as soon as we lose the next game, those problems will come back to the surface again. So no, I don't think that solves a great deal other than it's nice to have got a win. Yeah, and the final question here is, how do you think we'll end up in the rest of the season? Do you reckon we'll win the Carver Cup? Or? Uh, no, right now I still can't see much chance of us winning that game other than it's a cup final, a one-off game. If we play really well and Man City have an off day, it's quite possible we can we can win it. But I still think it's like a, I don't know, it's like a, I think if you had to choose out of 10, I think it's 8 out of 10 to them, 2 out of 10 to us. So I'm not confident, but... Ask me again week before. You know things can change in football. You know it's not impossible we could do it, 
and it's still not impossible that we could finish in the top four, as, as crazy as that is to say. Yeah. You know, just all we can do is keep winning now in the league, and that will suddenly put pressure on the teams above us. You know, Chelsea obviously at the moment seems to be the team that we're aiming to catch. Yeah. You know, it's very frustrating because I think if, if we'd have had a, what I would call a decent season, we would be in the top four with a bit of a cushion. Uh, but that's you know that's it is where it is now. Yeah, one final thing to round out our next three pictures are Newcastle, Manchester United, and Everton. Where do you reckon we can get out of them? Uh, I'd probably say four or five points, um, but you know we 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 could get nine points out of them games. You know it's yeah. not inconceivable because none of those teams have all those teams have got weaknesses. I mean obviously Newcastle are a, are a terrible team at the moment. Yeah. But then so have we been for, for too many times in the last Can't three months, you know? Well, you'd like to think that we can win, even if we only play, even if we only turn in an average performance. You know, Newcastle have been abject. So, you know, Man United, they're, they're a very inconsistent team. They're not a particularly good team. And we, we should be finishing above them this season. So yeah. Everton hit and miss. We've seen what happened in that, that cup game. You know, you, they're very inconsistent flaky team we'll have to we'll have to see what happens there but uh, it's not impossible that we could get three three wins out of three yeah so that's uh, all you want to say today yeah yep that's it for now uh, thank you and uh, well i'll be doing a roundup of international matches coming up what is it in england playing a few players in there how many players in there oh i, I don't know eric don't dyer know. and i think it's eric dyer and oh, i'm not sure what he's doing in england squad but you need to ask gareth southgate that question Yep, but I will be doing a roundup on that. But that's all for me today, guys. And my dad, thank you for joining me today, dad. Thank see you. Uh, see you next time. And uh, I'll see you on the roundup of international matches. And I'll see you on the next one. Thank you. Bye.